Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hey. How's it going? Fabulous. That's fucking great, man. <laughs> How are oh. you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm great. <laughs> We're both really convincing. Yeah, everything's wonderful. Everything's fine and good and normal. <laughs> but you know what's fine and good and wonderful is our guest this evening. <laughs> Nice segue, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's a friend. <laughs> he is a comedian. He's a podcaster. And he's coming all the way from Winnipeg, Manitoba to join us this evening. It's Tim Gray. Hello. 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 The way that you are framed right now is like your head is perfectly in a square that's like oh wow it's got like a macrame plant hanger with a spider plant in it and then little fairy lights yeah. around it so it just looks like you're like a celestial being glowing yeah, <laughs> yeah. i bring peace and tidings tidy tidings oh, nice tidy or tiny <laughs> tiny tiny tidy tidings tiny tidy tidings tiny, yeah. tidy. tiny little desks tiny, that are so tiny, clean and organized they're so neat <laughs> They're too small to get any dust on them. Tiny little guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's so tiny. Oh my goodness. Oh my wow. <laughs> How are things in Winnipeg? Are they tiny and tidy? Uh yeah, things are oh, things are actually a mess in Winnipeg right now because it is after the winter season. Uh that's where everything is gray for two or three months because you know, during our long, cold winters, we cover everything in as much sand as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets out of control at times. Um, and then now when all the snow melts, the city takes their sweet time uh, getting all that sand off of everything. So, which I mean, that's a big process to begin with. And then the whole city's yeah. covered in sand dust for a while. Might as well just have like a beach volleyball competition and just keep adding the sand honestly yeah yeah i've been i've been going out there in my jeans and no shirt <laughs> trying to get some uh <laughs> beach volleyball action going but yeah it's hard it's hard to get winnipeg on on the same page about that it's also hard to spike in jeans it is I but like they're the jeggings so. right they're jeggings <laughs> yeah, they are yeah yeah they're a high-waisted jegging i think it's been like 10 years since i bought jeans that weren't part uh elastic you know yeah <sighs> Well, the trend's going back towards a stiffer jean, so brace yeah. yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, I was threatening to order jeans online the other day. Jay, my oh, husband was looking help. at jeans online yesterday, and he's like, "Jean trends? <sighs> what's the deal? They're big and short again. <laughs> like jeans are big now." <laughs> I was like, "It's what happens when you haven't looked for like the past year. Things really yeah. fell apart." Jean wise? Well, a little bit. Like they've gone backwards and sort of a '90s spin. And it's a big huh. change if you've just kind of found the, the thing that you like. Like, I just found the perfect pair of jeans a couple of years ago, and they discontinued them this year. And then I started buying oh. them up. So I was like, I don't know what to wear. Yeah. Life is hard. It's so hard to find jeans. I just don't, I don't like those jeans that are, um, like, uh, have a whole bunch of patterns on them and stuff like that. Like or like the whiskers. They look like they've, oh, the whiskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crow's yeah. yeah. feet are and awful. stuff like that. Jay's always trying to find ones without those. But I was looking, because I was trying to buy bras online, which is, oh, don't even uh, get me started. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
there was this one at Uniqlo that I was like, maybe I'd be interested in this. And then I tried, cause I think, you know, it was maybe $30 and it was like, Oh, if you spend X number of dollars more, you get free shipping. And I looked for like a good 45 minutes on that entire website and I could not find a single thing else that I wanted from there. Everything is so boring. I was just like, mm -hmm. there's like 45 plain blue shirts. And I was like, I don't. And then I even <laughs> tried to get Jay to find something and he has much more conservative like fashion taste than I do. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't even find anything he wanted. Like it was just everything's boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff is in like these kind of neutral tones too yeah. like i don't mm. want a brown dress oh yeah i had i had my brown dress time in the 90s i'm not returning to brown i yeah. learned that i can't wear that <laughs> color skin tone yeah. and if i wanted a brown dress i would just go to diarrhea town in my white dress mm, yeah <laughs> yeah that's right save some money yeah yeah nice diy day for a brown you wedding. just like put the dress in the bathtub <laughs> Yeah. And hang your tiny butthole over it. Do a and tub like girl. just move back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Yeah, the sprinkler. Like a laser <laughs> yeah. printer. The fan. If you kind of greased up the edge of the, the tub, you could probably get a real even spray going. Yeah, and it would be f fun. <laughs> Kids these days have no idea about those dance crazes from the 90s where you just sprayed diarrhea all over the dance Yeah, floor. I miss That's why that. We're like, we don't want to go back to the 90s. Well, Jessica's okay with it. <laughs> yeah. The 90s was fine. I don't know. I mean, nothing, yeah. everything is fine and, and nothing is fine at all times. Mm, like yeah. there's bad yeah. and good shit always. <laughs> like yeah. I do mm -hmm. reminisce sort of like of a time before we were completely reachable at all times. Oh like, yeah. Before yeah. cell phones oh, and the God, internet, that's... like that rocks. <laughs> Sometimes I just yeah. hide my phone on myself for a oh, little while. That's smart. Yeah. I uh, turn all of my notifications off all the time on my phone because I just can't handle it. Uh, years and years and years of getting like those phantom buzzing feelings in my leg oh, where yeah. like, uh, uh, I got a text quick, <laughs> check it quick. <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't do it. And I had a, a job for a while where they were just, they really loved emails and like every day. It was like, oh, let's see how many fucking emails we can send. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like that sometimes. Uh, one day, one day the, I think the most was like 265 emails in a day. Fox, a night. That's not okay. Were you Craig from Craigslist? Like, what was this job? <laughs> <laughs> I was Tom from MySpace, actually. Uh, so uh, a lot too many friends. What, <laughs> yeah. like, what, why? That, like, are you supposed to actually read and respond to that many emails? In a day? I did. They did expect me to read them all, but I only really had to respond to like maybe freaking 10 or 15, but... That's still too many. Yeah. It's an awful job. Awful job. So yeah, I got like notification post-traumatic stress syndrome and I just can't have notifications on my phone. It just causes so much anxiety. So I shut it all down, but then I like, I forget to remember to like, oh, I do have to like check my emails kind of regularly because yeah. sometimes... You know, stuff does come up, but yeah. But totally. like right yeah. now, is anything really like urgent? I mean, obviously there are urgent things, but like other sure. Than uh, yeah, it's weird though. Like sometimes your phone doesn't like. I do have notifications on for some of my apps, but not email, and I often like miss an important email because mm. it's yeah. notifications not on. But I don't have any notifications on except for text messages. But I still check my phone mm -hmm. thirty to forty times every four to five minutes. Yes. Minute, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. 
I'm the same yeah. and it's great, but it's also like I do miss stuff for sure because I have to like manually check Instagram and all that stuff. And I now have three yeah. Instagram accounts and I'm like, time to mm. add a fourth. Got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of making a fourth Instagram, but just making it secret or just like ah. not secret because I'm telling everyone, but making it private and just like cataloging mm-hmm. all the clothes that I have because I have a lot of clothes. And Are you going to get rid of them? I don't know. It's more like I just want to be able to see them all kind of like that uh, scene in the beginning of Clueless when she has that program that like tells her what to wear on the first day of school. And then it's like mismatch. I've always wanted that computer software. Um, (laughs) How does that not exist? That would be I I would download that app for sure. Like you just take a picture of yourself and you're like, no, logs, like all your shirts. Yeah. Brown dress (laughs) pair with I love that idea. Um, but I was, cause I was like, yeah, I feel like I have too many things, but also this whole past year, I've just been wearing like basically big t-shirts. Like I haven't really seen anyone. So I'm like, it doesn't matter. Might as well just wear the same five plain big t-shirts every week. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I remember (laughs) my wardrobe exists and like colors and flowers. And it's like, I've woken up from a coma. Yeah. You're like sleeping beauty. You slept through part of the pandemic yeah yeah i might as well have honestly imagine that like sleeping beauty waking up and it's like still the pandemic it's like, <laughs> you know, it's go, like, oh. go back to sleep <laughs> what's that ding dong actor that was in a meditation jared leto he was oh, yeah. in a silent meditation oh. retreat so he didn't know there was a pandemic for like a month and it's also hilarious. like all the people on big brother and like different oh different yeah reality tv shows oh, yeah. they had to be like ethically like can we keep going on without letting them know that this has happened yeah so sad dana uh my my partner she uh she's been watching that uh marriage or mortgage show on netflix what's the premise of that i don't know it (laughs) so these people have to decide whether or not they're it's like a love it or list it type of situation where they have a wedding planner and they have a uh, real estate agent and the real estate agent shows them like three or four houses that are perfect for them like they in their budget and stuff like that they have say they have thirty thousand dollars to put down towards a house or they can put that towards a thirty thousand dollar wedding where and does the money come from it seems like such an obvious choice <laughs> the, yeah. the show yeah the show gives them no money it's like their own yeah. savings that they're Bye. gambling with what a shitty, crappy show. Is it Canadian? It's a, it is American. It's like a oh, lot of wow. it's out of Nashville. And okay. they, um, most of the time, they pick wedding, at least the episodes oh. that I eavesdropped on. And then wow. they have to do this cut that's like, oh, six months later, uh, <sighs> their wedding was canceled from COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So all these people, like, I don't know, they, they gave up that's on like. so sad. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wow. would normally not feel bad for them, but now I do. I know. But a lot of them, is, like they show like little quaint ceremonies with just their family or whatever. And they still, you know, they still made the most of it or whatever. But uh, oh, but yeah. honestly, in the long run, that's probably better than like, does anyone actually like enjoy a giant wedding? I don't know. They don't must. Know. They must. Some people. But it just seems like so much of it is pressure you put on yourself. Exactly. To, Expectations. If yeah. I had $30,000 saved definitely would not go towards one day i think uh, yeah. my wedding cost two hundred dollars i like nice <laughs> how much did your shoes cost 
Oh, those were seventy dollars. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I think seventy. For the listener who might not know, and for Tim, I mm. uh, I got married in this dress that I bought when I was like eighteen from Value Village in Victoria. That was like nine ninety nine, and I was like, "This is so pretty. Maybe I'll wear it one day to get married in." But I put it in the back of my closet. Totally forgot about it. And then, like the night before I got married, which I just did in my apartment, I was like, "Oh shit." Uh, I better try that dress on and make sure it still fits. <laughs> and I tried it on and I was like, it's way too long. So I was like, I can either stay up all night, like hemming this dress, like four uh-huh. inches, or I can go to the like exotic dancing shoe supply store and buy like, uh, like pole dancing <laughs> shoes to wear underneath it. And that's what I did. And I love them. They're great. And they like match the dress and everything. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're like seven inch heels and then four inch platforms in the front. So I could see the top of everything in my apartment and I was like, I need to dust way more. <laughs> it is not clean in here. Dusting is the worst. I mean, it's not the worst, yeah. but it's it's my it least is. favorite um, house chore. And sweeping. I hate dusting and sweeping. It would be great yeah. if you can get like a little drone that goes around. Like you have the Roomba mm-hmm. for the floor, have a yeah. little drone that flies around and like, you know, detects dust and breaks all my tchotchkes. Smashes everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just this Perfect. drone, you get hammered and <laughs> yeah. crashes into everything. It's like a Roomba, but it doesn't just stay on the floor. It goes on the walls yeah. and in the air. Yeah, it's a Roomba, exactly. but worse. That's yeah. how you market it. <laughs> I didn't think it could get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we got married on um, the debaters. We got we convinced the oh. government to pay for our wedding. Nice. So that was sweet. That's even better. Very clever. Yeah. At a casino in Winnipeg. It was perfect. Ooh la la. Oh, nice. Should we uh, do a round of retail nightmares or experiences? Yeah. Tim, you were going to talk about being maybe a bartender, but I'm not sure what you settled on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it because I um, I think I had the, the most fun interactions with people bartending. Yeah, because uh, I uh, I started a comedy room here in Winnipeg called Comedy at We Johnny's, and uh, We Johnny's is like this small Irish bar underneath a Greek restaurant in downtown. And uh, the owner Johnny Giannakis, he was uh, he w- he would always talk to me like wistfully about the days when he first got into the restaurant industry in 1987, and how he would have <laughs> like jazz bands playing, and people would be smoking marijuana. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> It seemed like he, <laughs> he he sort of likened this like new comedy boom to the, I guess there was a jazz boom in the late 80s, <laughs> early Just 90s. in Winnipeg. Yeah, just in Winnipeg. <laughs> Do you guys get jazz out there? Not yet. No, hasn't hit us yet. <laughs> hasn't Mm-mm. hit the coast. Eh? I, I, <laughs> You're a few hours ahead. <laughs> it's working its way through Alberta right now. <laughs> It's never going to make it out. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to like shoot it. Yeah, for sure. They barbecue it. (laughs) (laughs) They frack it. (laughs) (laughs) Jazz frack. No, but um, anyways, he was just really supportive of comedy. And um, it was actually, it was... uh, I, I started just helping out behind the bar because we would get really busy and uh, we only had Danielle, our bartender, who was like fantastic, who could do, uh, you know, we had probably a dozen bartenders come through, but she was the only one that could really run the whole room. She's just fantastic. And uh, so I'd help her out behind the bar and then I got my serving it safe thing. And it was actually Graham Clark. 
uh, you know, past guest of this podcast and uh, uh, not a fan. You guys aren't fans. No, uh, <laughs> he was on the last episode. <laughs> I was pretending I didn't know him. <laughs> That's my go to. Like, oh, I don't know. I've never heard no of idea. him. No uh, idea. friend this, of the podcast. About this tall. Um, very funny. He's he, tiny, uh, completely hairless. <laughs> <laughs> Fits in a shoebox. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> plays, plays jazz exclusively. Um, he He's done the Winnipeg Fringe the last uh, couple of years that we had that uh, at Wee Johnny's. And he was like, you know, you're you're still you work in that day job and you have everything going on here and and you're like doing some bartending like dude just like quit your freaking day job and and just make this what you do because this is what you're doing and i was like oh graham it's it's like exactly the words i needed because i was burning the candle at both ends and i was just you know a stress ball most of the time so I was able to quit my day job and just bartend there and just do comedy shows there. And it was, you know, it's my home for the last like five years. And it was just the push I needed, of course, just before a pandemic took all that away. But um, <laughs> I had a f- few really good months. But uh, yeah, bartending there, like it was so fun because we met a lot of people who were traveling to Winnipeg from the States because of legal weed and our drinking age being 18. Mm-hmm. Right. So they'd be all like these 19-year-old pie-faced, <laughs> just stoned out of their heads trying to drink a Guinness. Uh, <laughs> kids, there was a... Uh, it was like towards the end of the night, that's when all the best conversations are at a bar. You know, just before last call, there's two or three people there. And uh, uh, this was a while ago, and I was about, we were about to go on our... We booked like a honeymoon sort of thing to Europe, and I, these people were saying like, "Oh, I, you know, where are you going next week? Going to my honeymoon? Where are you where are you heading to? Oh, we're going to go to France and then Germany." And uh, the guy's like, "Oh, France, nice, California." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought France was in California. <laughs> Be oh getting it confused with Disneyland? <laughs> I think maybe. I think this person wow. thought France was Disneyland. Holy shit. <laughs> or like brought to you by Disney, the country <laughs> of France. Oh. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I love that yeah. you love that job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved meeting some new people. There was bad times too, obviously, like a bar downtown. There was uh, one time where one of the comedians uh, had her cell phone stolen off a mm-hmm. table. And then me and a couple other comedians, uh, we gave chase and we chased this person. We saw them running out of the bar with a cell phone. So we ran after them and there was three of us. And um, honestly, if there was like footage of it, it would be like a slapstick kind of movie. Because <laughs> yeah, because like sax is playing behind <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. We all three like ran out of breath at different, <laughs> you know, like the chase was going for blocks and blocks downtown Winnipeg. And one of us would run out of breath and then the other one would catch up a little bit. And then the person who stole the phone would run out of breath oh and like we're constantly <laughs> it was just a battle of will at some point like who's gonna and what time of year running. was this was it like cold out or it was late fall no oh, okay. it wasn't really snow yet so okay yeah it's like yeah, minus it a... 40 and you're <laughs> yeah <gasps> running for snow banks. <gasps> did you get the phone back we did yeah yeah, <gasps> no yeah. Way. yeah he That's turned so in frustration and was like just have it 
Amazing. Fridge. Luckily, it was in a uh, yeah. case, so it didn't break. And <laughs> that we rocks. got it back to her. Yeah. Felt like a big hero. Big out of breath hero. Yeah. You should get the Order of Canada. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. Key to the yeah. city. Mm-hmm. Do you have to email somebody for that? No, they'll, they listen to the podcast. They listen yeah. To the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Me and Justin Trudeau are like. Mm-hmm. Since high school. Yeah, used to be my teacher. Not a good teacher. Um, that's amazing. Sometime, one time uh, I was at work and someone stole my phone. And if uh, someone would have like retrieved that for me, they would have been my hero forever. Yeah. So that sucks losing a phone. It's so and, like, expensive. Getting mm-hmm. it stolen. Also, the phone that I got stolen, the screen was broken. <laughs> like I had tape on the screen. So like the little shards yeah. of glass didn't, I could still right. use it. The case was shitty. It was old. It just had a bunch of photos that I had taken while in Europe that I hadn't uh, backed up to my, no. to my computer. So those photos are just gone, but whatever, it's fine. And it was just like, what were you going to do with that phone? And I think it was also had a lock on it. So it was like, yeah, what do you, why? Anyway, it's gone. That was forever <laughs> ago. I've moved mm. past it. It's a good lesson. Uh, back up, back up your phones, people. Yeah. Back, back it on up. up. Never done that. Really? Ba- back it on up. Yeah. I, I do it now. I got a new computer. It was like I had a bad old computer that I didn't mm. want to like put too much stuff on. But now I have a computer that has like infinite storage forever. So I'm like, I oh. can take all the stupid plant pictures and animal pictures I want and I'll never look at them ever again. But at least I know that they're there if I want to. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. also easier to delete stuff that way. Yeah. Than yeah. like going through it on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is also sure. why I keep making Instagram accounts because I'm like somewhere to put all the photos <laughs> so it's like not on my phone. This, this is how my brain works. It's like I'm either like time to make a new spreadsheet or time to make a new Instagram account <laughs> depending on if it's visual or like text-based information. I don't have a job. I don't know if you can tell. Just got to pick it up on that. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of free time these days. But also somehow none. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's so much to do just to have like a life and enjoy it. Just to you sustain, add a job to it, yeah. and you've got to make the choice between having the life and enjoying it. Yeah, you know, of course, if you have, you know, if you have some security, or right. just having a job and just uh, falling into bed every night exhausted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At this point, like I haven't had a job for like four months, and at this point, I'm like, how? would I ever have a job again? Like I'm so, I have enough, like I'm working just like, I mean, I am, I guess like making art and stuff and like sending yeah. out like merch and yeah. organizing stuff. So it is work. It's not like I'm just like eating bonbons and painting my nails. Yeah. That would get boring, but doing stuff you need to do and like to do that keeps your life in order as well is the best. Yeah. 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 Jessica, you said you have a retail dream. I do have a retail dream and it's just that uh, I was high a few nights ago. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Can you believe nice. that? What? Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Is this Jessica Delisle? Yeah. What? Like, who have I become? <laughs> no, I think like Jay and I ate some weed and we were watching TV and I was also scrolling on my phone, which because I'm a bad TV watcher. It's, it's a show I've seen before, but he's never seen it. So I'm like, I'm mm. allowed also, Magnum PI. Yeah. <laughs> it's big love on HBO. Oh, I never got into it. I love it. Love those wacky Mormons, polygamists. Like, what are right. they going to get up to next? Bruce Dern's on it. It's great. Is that um, the scripted show? 
Yes. Yeah. Mm. It's like Bill Paxton and uh, Paxman. Yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Lots of great actors on there. <laughs> um, Harry Dean Stanton. You got to love it. But I was yeah. just scrolling through and a former guest of the podcast. Randy Newmeyer was selling a bunch of clothes on her Instagram Ooh. story. And She's I was so I was just high. She's very funny. Um, and I was like. Randy's like, I've, she's given me like hand me down clothes before. So I know like we fit the same sort of size mm-hmm. and I just like responded with some emojis or something to a few of them. And then I was like, whoops, I guess I just bought some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but then in the morning I looked at them all again and I was like, yeah, okay. I'm happy with what I bought. And then yesterday she came over and dropped them off on my balcony. And the dress I'm wearing now was like, I don't know, $5, $10 from her. Get out. It fits perfect. There is a Whoa. hole that I am going to mend tonight that I noticed, but that's Easy. fine. I love doing that shit. It's beautiful. Um, and the price was right. And one of the things, okay, this is the real retail dream. One of the things she was getting rid of was a brand new bathing suit that she bought, I think probably online, but then it was like too short in the torso for her. And ah. I was like, I am the shortest. <laughs> this will work perfect. So I bought a bathing suit from my friend's Instagram and now I have a brand new bathing suit and it fits and I will probably not go swimming again this year because I didn't last year but (laughs) if the opportunity arises I have a new suit and I'm very excited for that so it's awesome and I didn't have to step foot in a store which is the real retail dream and you got to help out a friend yeah exactly and then I got to see her too when she dropped stuff off so that was nice. right on yeah so, Tim, you have a retail dream. Yes, I have a retail dream. I have always wanted to, and I'll continue to always want to, work at uh, Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love it there. I could honestly just spend, like, I could spend four hours uh, a day, three days a week there, probably. It's beautiful. That's uh, a job. I like the smells, you know? Mm-hmm, I like the smells mm-hmm. of... I love the smell of lumber. I love the smell of most uh, home renovation uh, stuff. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of jobs, I just started a new job like a week. No, three weeks ago. Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, Doing like construction, doing contracting work and stuff like that. It's my first job since like shortly after high school where I'm using tools and it's all manual labor and... uh, there's some things that I really enjoy about it, like uh, not being in an office and getting 260 emails in a day and yeah. not having any of that. Like I just have to have my coffee and my steel toes and some tools and there you go. But uh, yeah, great. I just love, I love the puttering, the puttering around Home Depot. You know, there's so much good puttering to do. Yeah. Big wide aisles. I don't have to worry about getting cramped in there or like feeling like you're in my space, you know? I love just like all the practical solutions to things that you wouldn't think of like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I could use like a colorful zip tie for this. And (laughs) they have that in this exact width that I need. Like, yes. Yeah. Satisfying. We've been doing a whole bunch of home renovation stuff. We we bought a house a couple of years ago and it was in a state of disrepair. And we've been doing a bunch of stuff ourselves on it. And, 
yeah, we like, we, we bought all this stuff for the staircase we had to put together and we ended up changing our ideas and the pandemic happened. And then it was like a year and a half later and you're like, let's just get a slide. Yeah. We just put in a slide, <laughs> a twisty one. It's hard to get up, but coming down is so fun. <laughs> it's so worth it. The dog hates it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just constantly scrambling at the bottom. <laughs> We put one of those little little chair lifts to get to the top of it, you know, like those little automated <laughs> the chairs. The acorn that, stair lift. Yeah, I yeah, love those. Just for the dog. <laughs> so slow. <laughs> you would love it. So slow. Um, I was at a, a Home Depot the other day and uh, the, the big talk of the town right now is the lumber prices. Oh, Okay. Really lumber. high, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. Like every other commodity uh, since the pandemic has gone down. But lumber is like skyrocketing. Like if you put 10 bucks in lumber before the pandemic, you'd be a millionaire. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> wow. That's how it Okay. Works. Okay. It's yeah. a no. <laughs> and this guy, that, the, guy that, the guy that works there, it was one of those things where he was trying to explain why it was going on. But for sure, he just wanted to tell us this story that he heard. <laughs> <laughs> About some company that took a bunch of cedar, a bunch of like wood and submerged it in the ocean uh, for the intention of uh, preserving it. And then uh, 50 <laughs> years later, they'll take it out of the ocean wow. and this will be like premium ocean aged wet cedar, cedar. <laughs> wet cedar. Yeah. But something Salty went wrong. Cedar. Something <laughs> went wrong. Cedar. I don't believe it. What? <laughs> if you can believe it, submerging wood didn't go great. It's not <laughs> a brine. The ocean's not a brine. I know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <making> pork chops. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Th this batch of wood was all ruined <laughs> years later. <laughs> There's always a big difference. I was thinking, I was, my first thought was, ah, to be rich and stupid. And I'm like, well, they yeah. could also be poor and stupid. And that's this is a lot worse situation for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, also 50 years is a big like time to invest. Like, are they doing that like every year? And then like, do you Recycling have to, the, I don't like, know. Like your kid is going to be the one who finally sells mm -hmm. the cedar? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like little Caden is in, in charge of pulling <laughs> yeah. it out of the ocean in, when he's 60. I don't 60. want your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your wood. I want your wood. Um, <laughs> I watched that movie recently for the first time. Oh, I want your wood? No, the <laughs> James Vanderbeek uh, Varsity Blues. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> he wears real big pants in that. Like, <laughs> really big pants. They're super wide. It's weird. It was a real thing. Those pants were so wide. And they had a little hook for hammers. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't right. just slide a hammer in there. No, but you could, right like, out. clip your, like, raised Stuffed animal. beads yeah. to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuffed animal yeah. chain. That's a good look. Still a yeah. great look. Big, heavy Somebody chain. Somebody posted, I think I talked about this already, but it was, like, what people think 90s pants were like versus what they were really like. And it was a picture of, like, pants from the 90s that were never hemmed, dragging in the mud, torn at the bottom, frayed. Yeah. And I was like, yep, that's how they were. Like, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. I love Home Depot as well. I get to go there on Friday. 
nice. um, to get some paint to tri- for the trim in my bedroom, which I've been avoiding doing for months. Um, mm-hmm. And I know if I'll have it in the house, eventually I'll do it. And yeah. then uh, also I'm going to replace a plant that I killed. Strangled. Oh. Hold on to your receipt. <laughs> I did see somebody try to return a tomato plant uh, to Home Depot and it was like early winter from last year <laughs> yeah they were like it stopped it stopped producing tomatoes oh it's wow. broken my plant's broken i love it <laughs> buddy just get a bottle of ketchup <laughs> like, you yeah. don't get tomatoes <laughs> wow. wow what a ding dong i love that person yeah, yeah. to lack self-awareness to that degree mm. yeah. or understanding of t- a yeah. tomato plant which seems very yeah. straightforward yeah yeah like a plant doesn't bear fruit all year long. There's a season. That's right. Or if what you're me, done. a tomato plant never bears fruit. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to get anything to grow from those. They don't like getting their leaves wet. So oh, yeah. Some can be very tricky. I tried submerging it in the ocean and it. <laughs> 50 years <laughs> later, there were no tomatoes. So I tried 50 to years later, it. I had these incredibly, incredibly delicious uh, sea dried tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> and I sold them for a thousand dollars per tomato. Um, anyways, what were you guys talking about? Seriously <laughs> taking notes on how to get uh, rich. Sometimes I see things like that, like that sea submerged wood as a, mm. a non-house o- owner who does enjoy reading about like decor and right. house projects. And I'm like, that's not good. This is not a good thing. One of the things I really love is the live edge movement. Like these live oh, edge, yeah. like some of the things are really beautiful. And some of the things are just like, we're just going to put a live edge in here. And I'm like, it doesn't suit the yeah. room. Please take yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's, yeah, anyways, why did I bring up Live Edge? I'm so sorry. It sounds like a bad music festival. <laughs> live Edge, go to Live Edge. Coming up next on stage is Box Trim. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Box Trim. <laughs> did you have a retail nightmare? Oh, shit, did I not go? I don't think so. Yeah, I have a retail dream. Okay. Sweet. So um, I treated myself to a spin bike. Oh, yeah. I put a lot of thought into it. And ultimately, I just let past guest uh, Puppo of our hearts, Aaron Gibbs, make the decision for me because she had done way more research. And I just bought the bike that she bought. And oh, I bought I it from Costco. It. <laughs> yeah, because I had like I had sort of not even known about this bike. And then it, it turned out to be just what I wanted. And it was several hundred dollars less than Perfect. what I had sort of I like uncomfortably decided I would allow myself to spend. Right. Um, and I'm not a big purchase person. Like I'll buy lots of little things, but it takes <laughs> me a lot to spend the yeah. same amount of money on one thing I would really use. Yeah. Um, so I got it from Costco and I've only ever purchased one other item online from them, which was a portable dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really exciting lady. Um, <laughs> like, really a, like a dishwasher you could take to the park. Yeah, yeah like he wanted to just show it off. <laughs> yeah. It had wheels. Yeah, it's um, walking Hank. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Like a, oh, a, Roomba, a Roomba dishwasher for outdoor yeah. pet walking. I just really like, I love dishwashers and I haven't had an apartment with a dishwasher. So I bought one and it was great. And But Game anyways, uh, what I learned then was... Costco delivery is kind of tricky. Like if you live in a house, they bring it into your house. Right. But if you live in an apartment, they bring it to the door of your apartment, which is not great if you don't live on the first floor. Yeah. 
And it's called threshold delivery. Like, we'll get it through the threshold, something like that. Oh, 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 oh. And so when Erin had hers delivered, like, it was no problem. They just brought it right into her home. But yeah. I'm, I'm on the ground floor, kind of complicated building. Like, from the back entrance, I'm on the ground floor. But if you come in through the front door, you have to go up a flight of stairs and down a flight of stairs to get to my apartment. <laughs> So I wasn't really sure what this was going to mean for me, but I know that the bike weighs 64 kilos. Bull. Whoa. And I have limited mobility (laughs) these days. (laughs) Uh, So I was really worried. Like when the delivery person called on Friday, she's like, we can deliver it at this time. And I explained, oh, it'd be great if they could just come to the back of the building. They don't have to go up any stairs or anything. And they're like, oh, we're just going to drop it off at the door. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) But But the back door? Yeah, so we arranged that, and then they called nice. to say that they'd be a half an hour away. And I assumed that it would be two people in the truck, but it was just like a man, maybe in his late 60s. Oh. Yeah. And he parked in a way that I loved. He parked and he blocked the entire street. He did not <laughs> nice. give a shit. And I don't Hell. mind because, like, yeah. it's so cool. I'm like, fucking do it. And then he brought it all the way into my apartment with my help. And oh. I just... Like, I had to lift it a couple of times with him, which well, I was very, like, grateful for his help. We were both like, wow, this is really heavy. Yeah. And he's, at once, he's a retail dreamer. Really, really appreciate that extra bit of work that he did. Yeah, that's sweet. He also took it off the truck without, like, a... A dolly? No, like, without, like, the truck, you, uh, you know, so, that has, like, like... the lift? Yeah, like, no lift. Oh, shit. That's really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's heavier... Is that just the bike or with the packaging? It's like the 64 it's kilograms. It's with the packaging. Okay. It's 64 uh-huh. kilograms. Wow. That's like 140 pounds. Yeah. Huh. And like we had trouble getting it like over this little tiny step, like little <laughs> ledge of the door. We we're both like, oh, fuck. And then we had to turn it around and I was holding the bottom of it. And yeah. I was like, okay, people go an extra mile for people. It's re- I really appreciate it. Like I, a week ago, I was getting a mattress picked up and. I don't know what I was thinking, but I helped him lift it into the truck, which I paid to have it lifted into the truck. But I'm just uh, yeah, used to do that, work like, like that. So I'm like, yeah. I should be helping. I know how hard this is. You yeah, just like yeah, yeah. It, you weren't ready to say goodbye to the mattress. You were like one more. Little <laughs> push. <laughs> Bye, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Like those heritage moments with the, the <laughs> yeah. Superman on the train thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thank oh, you dear. for the oh, terrible dear. back yeah. and the very sweaty <laughs> nights. Thanks bag. for the nightmare. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> nightmare bed. So, yeah, I just that was my retail ex- ex- like dream. It was so kind. And also, that, that man's a papo yeah. for doing that. Like, he for doesn't, sure. he really only had to bring it to the door, not all yeah. the way into my apartment and still sitting in my dining room. And it will until I can figure out how to unpack it (laughs) and put it together. (laughs) It's also a two person job. And there's like, I love illustrations on like Ikea instructions. And on this box, it shows like two hunched over people (laughs) grabbing it. Like you need to, to show you, you need two people. And Ikea always has that. They're like two people. And I'm like, I'm just one. I'm going to like figure this out on my own. I'm going to cry a little bit, but I'm going to feel real (laughs) proud at the end. Well, if you yeah. need help, I mean, I, I can come over, wear a mask, help put it all together. It's like a hey, re- thank you. real life puzzle. I love that shit. <laughs> I yeah. might take you up on it. My neighbors um, that helped me came in and it changed all of my light fixtures recently. So I might ask them. Wicked. Light wizards. They're great. Yeah. It's so nice to have your own lights in an apartment. Yeah, Never yeah, done yeah. it before. Yeah. It yeah. looks so much nicer. Yeah. For me. I, like, I think it looks nicer. Oh, yeah. 
anyways, this has been boring Alicia talk. Should we do <laughs> should we do an ad? Yeah. Uh so speaking of uh <laughs> speaking how do I do this transition? Uh speaking of getting a new mattress, we have a new sponsor. Uh, and I cannot stress enough how real this ad is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's not a made-up ad. Yeah, it's a completely <laughs> real ad. I might have to re-say that because Jay was like, make make sure people know it's a real ad because we've had like a fake mattress ad on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is a real mattress ad. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Jessica. Guess what? What? I'm super excited. We have a new sponsor on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Polysleep Mattresses. They're a totally Canadian company that makes their mattresses in Canada, which is super cool because it reduces their carbon footprint by avoiding any sort of overseas shipping. Very, very nice. That's not even the best part. They're made from antimicrobial foam, which is medical grade, and it reduces allergens, which is great because we both have allergies. So many allergies. Yeah. One of the things I love about this company is you don't have to go to a mattress store. You can simply just order it online. You get fast and free shipping. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I don't want to go to a mattress store and lay in all those beds. I don't want to go to any store right now. No kidding. And every Polysleep mattress is delivered in an eco-friendly recycled cardboard box directly to your doorstep. That rocks. I love recycling. You do. (laughs) I really do. Yeah, you're passionate about it. What's even cooler is if you're not sure that this is the right mattress for you, you can find out during a 100-night trial from the comfort of your own home on every single Polysleep mattress. If you don't like it, Polysleep will pick it up free of charge and give you a full refund. That's amazing customer service. Yeah. Well, you know what's even better than this great antimicrobial mattress that's made in Canada? We have a discount code for our listeners. You can get 25% off your order plus free shipping at polysleep.ca with the promo code NIGHTMARES. That rocks. I can't wait for all of our listeners to get 25% off their orders plus free shipping at polysleep.ca with the promo code NIGHTMARES. Let's save the nightmares for the podcast realm, shall we? Mm-hmm. What segments should we do? Want to do worst present first? Sure. The worst present ever from a So definitely not the definitely not a worse present, but mm. my grandma always gets uh, always gets me for Christmas a uh, gift certificate to Earl's. Oh, <laughs> classic I grandma gift! And like she's told me this story a few times about like this Earl's experience that she had, where she was out with the church ladies and. <laughs> The manager from Earl's came by and checked on their table, you know, like stuff that's kind of like sort of standard a little bit for a lot of restaurants. She was like, and the meal was amazing and we met the manager and everyone was so nice. So she always gives us a, a Earl's gift certificate and we just, we, we have the best time. We get them for Christmas and then we usually go on New Year's and take advantage oh. of their brunch specials. Oh, that's oh, nice. good. And then you use it up right away and you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't, so we don't, uh, it ends, ends up on some pile that we uh, never end up using. But uh, yeah. my mom is somebody who, um, she always loves buying little things and 
are always worried about like getting close to hoarding, you know, uh, it's something that we have like on the forefront of our mind. And my sister and I were very involved in my mom's life for stuff like that. But I, I think, I think it's going to be okay, but she just like, she's constantly, like if something's on sale, it's like, oh, I can't not buy that. It's uh, such I'll a take good four. deal. Yeah. yeah it's such four. a good deal. <laughs> yeah. And What's, a couple times. Go ahead. Sorry. A couple times she's given me gifts from David's Tea, like little oh. gift packets from David's Tea that like expired three years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> which means like they were somewhere waiting. Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, I forgot to give this to you. <laughs> Happy it's birthday. Her, her gift room. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So there's a gift room somewhere that will open the door and it'll all come like crashing down yeah. upon us. It's hard when you have like, especially this doesn't happen so much here because space is space space. Uh, but like, <laughs> you know, when I go on tour and we're staying at our friends places, even if it's a, they're like, oh, we just have an apartment. Like there's only like one spare bedroom and there's a bed in there. And we're like that that's good that's fine like we can yeah we can stay here <laughs> we only have like uh we only have like a guest house yeah sorry, it's sorry. Not much. there's so it's just sorry. an ensuite there's no tub um yeah. the hot tub's on the fritz so <laughs> i'm so so sorry <laughs> um yeah like when you have a whole house like you you have the space so you're like well i might as well fill it up and then like when you reach you know you know when you've lived in that house for decades you're sort of like oh my god what has my life become <laughs> yeah yeah oh we just fill the spaces we we occupy yeah. yeah especially over this pandemic i'm just like god yeah i can't stop buying trinkets well i always <laughs> wonder okay forgive me if this is too depressing but like i know the generation that lived through like world war two, like a lot of them had like hoarding issues because yeah. they lived through scarcity and a lot of people are experiencing the same thing. And I'm just like, I wonder if we're all going to be fucked and like, cause I'll see like, you know, a comedian I follow who lives in LA taking, you know, posting an Instagram story and I'll be like, Oh, he's got cases of LaCroix on his floor. Just like we do. <laughs> it's normal. We're all normal. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. The thing with the Suez Canal, um, big boat blockage. Oh, so funny. I was listening to, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where so I was like so busy doing things last week that I kind of only, I knew it was happening, but yeah. I was only hearing it about too. it once a day. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'd see the jokes on Twitter and stuff. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's pretty funny. But uh, I don't know what news, news I was listening to this week. And they said, yeah, so uh, just anticipate shortages on toilet paper again. Oh, great. And I was like, no, I gotta what? I can't do it again. <laughs> Why Not is the toilet again. paper coming from there like that i don't know i guess it's well it might have been listening to the bbc so okay yeah Uh, yeah yeah we shouldn't we shouldn't be getting imported toilet paper because i only use imported toilet paper (laughs) fine egyptian (laughs) cotton (laughs) i only use egyptian cotton towels How they burn them in the yard? I've been no, I don't burn them. Wrong. I just put them in the shared laundry in my <laughs> building. It's the small luxuries. I don't want a fancy place. I just want to wipe my butt with a beautiful a towel. towel. Yeah, yeah. And then I dip it into the toilet like a cloth diaper and flush it. 
that's how you get such beautiful brown dresses. <laughs> yes. yes. That's why all my hand towels are brown. Beautiful. I'd like, I'd like to see one of those like gift recipes, you know, where like the cameras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brown dress. This is diarrhea. You mix immediately it, mix it, get simmer. banned from the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <sighs> That so was gross. that was originally uh, my friend Gord and I uh, when I came up with the idea for my my food blog, which I've now made on Instagram. Makes me all, so angry. Called mm. Pantsiered Pea Snaps. If anyone wants to check it out, nice. it's just really unappetizing, bad photos of food. But like most of them are all things I've actually eaten, and yeah. <laughs> I just don't care about how things look, and I think it's funny. Yeah. But the original concept that my friend Gord thought would be good is just like every third photo is just like a full toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Gord. So you have to swipe to see it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It could be like, well, when we started it, it was just like a blog, an actual like Tumblr blog. Yeah. But he yeah. was just like, yeah, you got to just like take a picture of a full bowl. And I am no. very happy that I didn't take his advice. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I got, for a person that's not on the internet, he doesn't get to make a no <laughs> make a call like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got uh, caught in an. I don't know. This is probably too gross. Mm. Try us. Well, let's see. I got I got caught in an awful. I'm sure I don't know. Uh, me and and two <laughs> other friends, uh, two other comedians in Winnipeg. Got into this like one-upsman oh, no. thing of, of sending sending <laughs> pictures of our turds to each other. Wow, Tim, <laughs> it was awful. And it would like it would stop, and we'd be like, "Okay, okay, it's over. <laughs> Everything's fine." They're just oh, saving Chad up. Texted me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, that's why. This is why you don't have your notifications on. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. Because you have PTSD from yeah. poop pics. <laughs> Unsolicited poop pics. It's a post traumatic post post poop. post turd. Stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Took me so long because I always think it's PSTD, but it's PTSD. Turdmatic. Turdmatic. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. That's the name of my washing machine. Um, <laughs> should we do another segment? Yeah. Tim, oh, which to. one would you like to do next? Guest choice. Well, oh, how much time we got? I'd love to talk about potatoes. Oh, I we got potatoes, all the time yeah, in the world for potatoes. <laughs> Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Ooh, potatoes, potatoes. I love potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you love about them, Tim? Uh, one of my uh, one of my first jobs in the city. I grew up in a small town outside of Winnipeg, and uh, one of my first jobs in the city was at. Speaking of Earls, it was at Moxie's. I don't know if you have Moxie's in. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, one yeah. or two. Yeah, so uh, same vein as as Joey's or Earls or Milestones. Milestones. That might uh, just be a West Coast one. I don't know. Oh no, maybe. they have it in Toronto because I went there four nights in a row. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Did a bet you lost? It was a very low point in my life. I was, <laughs> I was in, I was in uh, what's it called? 
a Topico for work and it was uh, just like the closest thing and it was yeah. also like minus 40. It was bad. It was bad. Anyway, <laughs> tell, tell us about Moxie's. Moxie's. So at Moxie's, I was a prep cook and I was only able to, uh, I was only able to, uh, the, the two things that my job, like my job contained were <laughs> cutting up calamari, oh. Uh, oh. which is, uh, you'll never forget that smell. Uh, <laughs> and the other job was making the mashed potatoes, ah. which I did like. I enjoyed that very much because they had a big, big Hobart, you know, big mixer. Yeah. And uh, we boil the potatoes, uh, you know, dice them up, boil them with some onions Ooh. and uh, then throw the onions and the potatoes in the big Hobart with some sour cream. And oh, yeah. what else do they have? Sour cream, salt and pepper. Uh, it's all just a predetermined recipe that I had to follow, and then uh, get to have little like nibbles of uh, mashed potatoes. So pretty much just lived off mashed potatoes, and then every once in a while I'd close myself off in the walk-in cooler and eat like uh, eat one of the desserts that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a favorite dessert? Uh, yeah, they had like this chocolate mousse thing that was. Oh yeah, that's what I was picturing you eating was just yeah. like a little like chocolate decadent. Mousse with the raspberry and yeah. like a little whipped cream. Yeah. Oh. One time I smuggled ribs out of there, like I <laughs> put them like down my pants. <laughs> were they hot or cold ribs? They were cold ribs. <laughs> cold ribs wrapped in saran wrap. Just looked like you had six boners. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's just him. Yeah, no, that's normal. <laughs> no, that's the way his penis is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. You drove that. out of it like a Flintstones car. <laughs> just... Yeah. They were Brontosaurus um, ribs. And then mashed potatoes is like the thing that I make for family meals or whatever. It's my go-to. It's uh, it's what I it's what I love to make. Um, I'm a skin on red potato, mashed potato. I like to do uh, whipped cream. Or I like to do uh, whipping cream mm. as well as sour cream. Mm. Full wow, fat, wow, wow! Full fat, of course, and uh, uh, caramelize some onions and garlic. Mm. Oh, mix yeah. that in there. Make it, I like to make a really creamy, uh, a real creamy mashed potato. Yeah, I mean, go to town. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes are delicious, in my opinion. Um, if I had ever worked in a restaurant, all I would have done is hidden in the cooler eating desserts oh, and yeah. we have a Hobart at work that the R&D team uses and it's so beautiful and I have like a lovely mixer at home but the Hobart is just like the industrial oh, aspect so cool. of it is so intoxicating and like yeah. I always joke that I'm gonna steal it on my last day but it's so heavy <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know that like I'm like 50% serious you have I'm to like, bring, I'm gonna... your, bring your big 90s pants <laughs> I need to just bring in like an Ikea bag and like pop it in and walk out. <laughs> Call the like 60 year old who helped you bring in the uh, spin bike. Yeah. 60 is generous. Like I think he was approaching 70. Wow. Wow. Did he have one yeah. of those like uh, belts on belts? so you no, don't get a hernia? He was just oh. like, no, no. I mean, he was wearing a matching pants and shirt, like work shirt and pants and like sort of an industrial kind of bluish gray yeah yeah but the he showed up alone just really bothered me yeah huh. like, yeah that's really hard work for any age maybe he's yeah. just like secretly really buff under that little 
for sure. Like, <laughs> age doesn't determine strength. Like, That's yeah, true. right. Like, you yeah. can be yeah. so strong as a senior. Um, I sure. always find that women who've had children are the strongest. Like, stay away from them. They yeah. will destroy you. They're they can so lift strong. a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's pictures of uh, Dana's mom, Linda, like I consider to be the strongest woman I've ever met. Like, and they go on these, they would go on these backcountry camping trips, and she'd have this huge backpack and be carrying a canoe on her head. Oh wow! And like dragging three children behind her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's this. She sounds very strong, very cool. Yeah, I'm like I'm eyeing my like five pound dumbbells, and I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. It's doing yeah. something. <laughs> I have. I love it. I have something there. Um, I have some potato business. Okay. Nice. Today I smelled some potatoes. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Jay and I were going on a Bearing walk. Bearing the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It lasted this long. <laughs> Why didn't I start with this? Um, yeah, we were going on a walk, and just last night here in BC, um, they made indoor dining not a thing anymore. It's been open since May of 2020. Yeah. Wow. Your expression of surprise and incredulity is correct. Like uh, whole groups, like no. They've been saying it's just supposed to be people in your in your household or in your bubble when we had bubbles, but like right. no one's holding enforcing that. So oh, okay, but now they're still doing <laughs> they're still doing patios and like okay. pop up plazas or whatever. So we walked past this place that's in our neighborhood, and it was obviously like just fries or something. But the smell was so good; it was like fish and chips or something. Oh my and gosh. Yeah, it was like one of the best food smells. Jay and I just yeah, like whiff yeah. that potato smell, <laughs> and Ooh. then I was like, "I hope we do potato business tonight." Like, <laughs> drop this legendary yeah. tail. <laughs> Woo! Love it. Is that a potato Woo. I'm smelling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh la la! I wish I could get to like the level of like potato connoisseur where I know exactly what type it is yeah. and like yeah. how long it's oh. been in the fryer. Is that a Kennebec? Is this a is that Idaho? A, yeah. Oh, oh, it's red soil. That's from red soil for sure. That's a PEI. <laughs> oh, you yeah. can tell the pH and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I One did the, learn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just had one other potato business thing. Yeah, please. It's, it's this dish that I have in my head that I had once, you know, like 10 years ago, maybe. And it's uh, it's a Manitoba Mennonite dish, although it Ooh. probably exists everywhere in some form. But it's a summer borscht, is what Ooh. they call it. Okay. It's a summer borscht. Essentially, it's just a borscht, but instead of beets, it's with potatoes. Fuck. That sounds yeah. great. That sounds really good. So, so good. Yeah. Okay. And it's cold. Uh, Why did I assume it was cold? It's because you said summer. I'm so sorry. I was thinking gazpacho. gazpacho <laughs> First yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. borscht. And then I all of a sudden, summer, I just imagined it to be a cold potato soup. It, it can be cold if that's what you're into. It can be. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what were the, like, what was the seasoning like? Um, I don't even, like, a lot of times with borscht, you'll throw in a dollop of uh, sour cream or something yeah. like that. Food of the gods. Uh, yeah, but we, um, it was just potato. I mean, it was, oh, what, uh, there was dill in there for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like most soups, it's all about the stock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the stock's a real star. Stock. 
And was yeah. it like, and it wasn't red. It wasn't pink or red. No, no. It was, it was like, uh, it was like, uh, it was like a yellow potato. It looked like it was made with, you know, it had like kind of a golden uh, color to it. It's like clam chowder without clams. Yeah, or chowder. Well, I found a, I found a recipe, and it's definitely oh, yeah. a men- Mennonite, and Hell I will yeah. send it to you right now. Yeah, I want to make. And this. This I think you're good. gonna laugh really hard when you see what it's actually called. Oh my gosh! Shout out to my buddy Ian Stace. He lives in Vancouver. He's a carpenter in Vancouver, actually. Oh, tell me everything about him. Um, the I have a potato oh, business. Nice. So everything, all the restaurants have been shut down. Um, I definitely take advantage of takeout usually once or twice a week. And uh, last night I got meat on Main. I was really tired. I ordered my favorite dish from them, which is like a brown rice, kale, carrot, beet situation. Nice. With a really nice tempeh. Um, mm. But I also ordered French fries with cashew gravy. And I was just so hungry. And their french fries are so perfect. They're like East Coast french fries. They're hard to find out here. They're square. They're kind of almost caramelized on the outside, soft on the inside. And this is terrible, but the dog loves them. So I always (laughs) set aside. He's such a small dog. Like, I'm really not sure how many french fries he's allowed to eat. Um, But he also doesn't eat a lot, so I don't mind. But I never want anyone to tell me what, like, saturated fats due to dogs sure um, sure and so it's just so cute to see him eat french fries so i get to eat delicious yeah. french fries and uh i was look it's those french fries are so good i wish that i wish that i didn't know that they existed only because <laughs> yes you know i don't really need to eat french fries all the time and when i do i wish they're always that good but yeah it is also like a huge portion of french fries and <laughs> perfect for you and hank it is it's like hank servings he gets yeah. like 10 <laughs> that's fine i feel like sharing every now and then like sharing some human food that you know is not like straight up poison for a pet oh like, yeah it's fine yeah. he always so gets fun. like dog friendly human food one for you one for me it's like the best um, I just remember one more piece of potato business. Sure. <laughs> and that's that I learned because I think on the last podcast on our potato business presents potato symposium, um, <laughs> we made like a joke about like potato juice, like drinking yeah. potato. I yeah. learned that oh. that's a real thing and that's a product you can buy potato juice. What's the benefits? I don't know. I did not continue to research it. I just Hmm. Google image searched, found it, saw that it was a thing that you can buy. I don't think it's uh, from Canada. I think it's like maybe like an Eastern European thing. (laughs) You don't say. It was like in a different language, the website that I found. So Uh, I was like, this, this tracks. And how many times have we said potato juice? I just want to make sure we're... Potato juice? We don't say it three times. We're going to summon <laughs> summon him? Summon the potato. Big potato is going to be here? <laughs> yeah. Well, big potato, big potato has been on this podcast already, so I really yeah. don't want... We don't want them back. I don't yeah, want... That'd yeah, that would be scary. Yeah, that'd very scary. scary. Oh, and for the listeners, summer borscht, it's actually called summer borscht. Summer borscht. Summer. 
Have a and soup. it looks like a delicious recipe, very basic potato but soup. But the photos look like something that should be on my food blog. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only. It was the only recipe that popped up. <laughs> Everything else was a regular borscht. So yeah. I think the buttermilk is probably why it's so good. Oh, yeah. It's like house for two cups of buttermilk and one cup of half and half. <laughs> wow, I am not going to be able to eat this. No, but I will me either, continue but I'm sure it's delicious. Potato leek soup because that's delicious too. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should papo. We should papo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Papo. It's time. Papo of the week. Tim, who's your papo of the week? Oh, my papa of the week. Uh, and I've been holding this in like a fart on a first date. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, my dog, Aunt Peggy, Aunt that Peggy. Uh, we got we got her back in September. Um, it was just the perfect sort of situation where uh, we, we got this house a, a couple of years ago and it has a fence. And uh, both Dane and I, we love dogs. We've well, we sort of grew up with dogs. We uh, huge dog enthusiasts. You know, we uh, even before we had a dog, we talked about dogs most of the time. They were, um, and our, our friends of ours, uh, they foster dogs all the time. They have two big dogs, Paul, who's uh, my business partner, <laughs> and uh, a Paul and Jetson. Uh, Paul's like just this huge dog who was. Uh, not wasn't treated very well and it was mm-hmm. kind of aggressive when we, they got them but they're just they're so good like they, they dedicate their whole lives to like rehabilitating dogs who have had hard lives and they have a company called Prairie Carnivore where they um, they work with a lot of Manitoba farmers and they put together like raw food meals for uh, dogs so you can order like a month at a time or whatever and it's all it's all like raw, delicious food that dogs love. Um, nice. So they're constantly having dogs come through there and uh, and then they go into uh, uh, the adoption stream or whatnot. They work with this organization called Canine Advocates. And uh, if you're curious about like the rescue dog situation in Manitoba specifically, there's a documentary on CBC Gem about Canine Advocates. Essentially, it's this one woman her name is jasmine and she is a nurse and she works in northern manitoba she lives i think i don't know if she lives in blood vein first nation or that's where peggy's from for sure but she lives and works up there and she is rescuing dogs constantly and it's it's a heartbreaking documentary honestly it's beautiful the work that she does and and canine advocates should get all the support in the world like at the end of the documentary it reveals like she spent uh, $25,000 of her own money flying wow. dogs out of Manitoba. Because uh, Manitoba dogs get rescued all across Canada. And mm-hmm. essentially the problem is like, it's just a, it's a population that's far out of control and there's no spaying or neutering uh, policies in place to help control the population, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, packs of dogs been roaming for years and years and years. My grandma who gave me the, earl's gift card she was a teacher 
um, on a First Nation a long time ago when she first became a teacher. And she was like a single mom moved out there with her two kids. And she had a dog who like saved her life a couple times out there where it kind of got scary. But she had stories of, of packs of wild dogs roaming wow. around. And like uh, she watched in, in, out of her living room window, a pack of dogs take down a horse one time. What? <laughs> yeah, just like tiring it out is... It's, you know, it's, it's sad. And then, and then these, these people who end up with like, oh, I took in this one dog and, and, and now there's 10 dogs and, and they, it's not that the people are mean or neglectful or, or abusive or anything like that. It's just, it's out of control and they need there's help. too many. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. They need help. Yeah. So they don't that have happens the to a lot of like pet lovers. Like yeah. you want to have, like, I often Absolutely. think like I, how much I would love to have another pet. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching this like a show on Netflix about dog training and it's not a very good show and I don't recommend it. It's the new, newest oh, one. Canine. Uh, yeah. Con- invent, in, what is it? Canine intervention or something like yeah, that? I yeah. I don't think it was yeah, very yeah. good, but he does go to a, out to a rescue some woman who's in the desert and she's just become overwhelmed Yes. with like having, she has like 40 dogs that were just dumped. And so, yeah. and she's just one person and yeah. he comes in and helps and he gets some, some behavior issues under control. And yeah. But it's like, if I could, like, I would have more dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if the need is there, I can see how people open their homes and hearts to them. And then it becomes like vet bills it, and exactly yeah. behavior yeah. issues and stuff. And it's expensive. They're advocating for like, there's this, there's this shot. So there's no surgery. It's just an injection. Uh, and then it, uh, it, it did, like disables the dog's ability to reproduce for 12 years or whatever. And oh, most wow. dogs don't live past that. Especially yeah. if they're like it, it outdoor. Be something that, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know, like the government needs to get involved, but it's always complicated. Uh, you know, the freaking Canadian government being like, oh, let's help out. And, you know, they don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want Canadian that Canadian government is like excellent at like looking like they're going to do something. Yeah. 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 Uh, sending out a press release. Yeah. We're thinking about it. We'll yeah. get on we'll we hear you and we're gonna we're gonna address yeah. that. Well just after the next uh, cabinet shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's wonderful. So people could see that documentary on CBC Gem. Yeah, it's on CBC Gem, I believe. Um Canine Advocates is the name of the of the group. Uh Finding Hope or something like that. Uh Hope Something. Yeah, I mean Hope it, Floats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called, um, let me just double check that I have the right one because I was sneaky, making sure. Oh my gosh, I can't even. The first picture oh. is just a bunch of puppies. Um, ah. So it is called Absolutely Canadian Fostering Hope CBC Gems. So I think it's just yes. called Fap- Fostering Hope on Fostering Absolutely Hope. Manitoba. That's right. And cool. then if you want to follow them, it's Canine Advocates Manitoba on Instagram. Yeah. There's a, in the in that documentary they show like uh, home video footage of Jasmine taking in a freaking bear that uh, bear cub that she found like uh, abandoned and hurt dying in the woods oh my and gosh. she brings this bear cub home and you know her family's like oh god not, <laughs> <laughs> not a bear nursed it back to health sent it out in the wild again and, oh wow you know, but, she's uh, a puppo. Yeah, she's a big puppo. Huge puppo applause for for Jasmine and and uh, Canine. There's advocates. a video of her rescuing like a poodle mix who's just like basically like completely matted and barely yeah. can walk. I just was just yeah. felt I had to like I could just completely forget we're on the podcast and look at that Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. 
That's but, amazing. Uh, Is that where yeah. Aunt Peggy came from? Yeah, exactly. So Aunt Peggy, she was a sled dog. <laughs> Um, and she got hit by a car and Jasmine, uh, you know, found her with the broken leg and was like, I I can, you know, I can take her and get, get her leg fixed. And, uh, Jasmine works with our friends, Amy and Joel from Prairie Carnivore. And so Aunt Peggy was with Amy and Joel, uh, waiting for a surgery. And we went over to visit Amy and Joel, like a little backyard hang. And, and we met Aunt Peggy and we were like, oh my God, like she is so sweet. She's so gentle. She has like this, this just beautiful spirit. Like she, obviously she was nervous, skittish and, and it's one of those things where you, you, you go to like play with her or you go to play catch or fetch or anything like that. And, uh, she just has no, uh, <laughs> reference point for it at all. You know, like it's like the Frisbee hits her in the head. And... Why are you throwing this at me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah. But oh, like since, since we got her in September, um, that's when the papers came through and we had officially adopted her and uh, she had her surgery in August. And, uh, and so we like got to spend the winter together, getting to know each other. We've been going skajoring where she pulls me on uh, cross country skis. Oh, wow. And she just goes, goes, goes. Like she has incredible energy. She could go forever. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, she's just like the perfect little temperament. Doesn't, doesn't bark much at all. Uh, is very chill, but, uh, uh, is very sweet, very affectionate, loves meeting new people, loves kids. It's like when I first got her, my friend like kind of teased me. He's like, oh, who's rescuing who? Hey, and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's like totally what it is. I was in a bad mental health place when she came into our lives. And now it's like just this, you know, instant little, uh, little, little love kisses every day. It's Aww. so sweet. Yeah, yeah. It does definitely like force you to be outside of yourself. Yeah, and they test Even your patience, Even if it's just too, a like, with, oh, yeah. yeah. I told Hank to shut up and fuck off today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't yeah. understand language. It's fine. I mean, they can understand, like, a few words. He doesn't know, but he was being very annoying. And yeah, he did. Yeah. he does this thing where he puts his whole body weight into going in a direction. Oh it's my, my fault. Like, I let him yeah. do choose your own adventure on walks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I love like, doing that, too, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I've let him say, like, if he wants to go a certain way, I will step back and say like, okay, which way? And see if he'll choose a direction. And often he will, yeah. but he will put his whole body weight into making me not go a certain direction. And it is painful. Like, yeah. it's just yeah. like, I can't believe this little dog is so strong. Yeah. Uh, and I was, then I was like, stop it. Fuck off. <laughs> like, <laughs> my shoulder is killing me. Yeah. yeah. But I love yeah. him to death. And how old is aunt Peggy? They estimate that she's about 40 years old. Oh, that's great. Okay. She did have a litter of pets, uh, a litter of pups. <laughs> <laughs> Just a mess of pets. <laughs> she's got a snake. Yeah, like all different yeah. ones, a cockatoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Peggy's a big snake lover. <laughs> a herper. But uh, yeah, we have this photo of her with uh, her little puppers, and they they are all so cute. And apparently, um, apparently they were all adopted to Winnipeg. So we would love to put together a family reunion with ah, Peggy and her four little puppers this summer. Oh so my cute. gosh. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing that I want to do 
And if there's any dog listeners who will be interested in this, I, w- I want to put together. You know no, wait classic? a second. Do you mean the dogs are listening to the podcast? Or yeah. yeah. If there's any dogs listening right now <laughs> who have a woof, working woof, woof. knowledge of the internet. <laughs> uh, you know that like classic picture of that <laughs> classic picture of dogs playing poker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to recreate that with dogs, but playing online poker. So just <laughs> a, a whole bunch of dogs on a Zoom chat like this. <laughs> That sounds great. Thanks, then. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's do it. Yeah. Just got to get them at the right moment. Yeah. Some dogs are just better at posing, too. Yeah. 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 Some will not sit still. No. And some of them, like, know what cameras are. And they're like, I refuse. Yeah. 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 The trick that I, the only thing that's worked for Hank is having food or, like, a toy. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's true. Works for me, too. Alicia, who is your pop of the week? Is it Hank? It's Hank. Uh, he has a kind of not great haircut right now. Our previous pop of the week, Carrie from Ball and Biscuit Grooming, took March off. I blew it and did not make an appointment before she went on vacation. And I could not see Hank's eyes. Oh. Uh, and his paws were like this big. They're almost like four inches across. They were so fuzzy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now after his haircut, his his foot is about two inches. Oh, wow. If yeah. that, across, at his widest point. He's so yep. skinny. So skinny. <laughs> I saw photos on your Instagram. And I thought all winter he was really beefing up. And that's like, a, like he is. He's much like bigger than he was a couple of years ago. But he's still the smallest dog. <laughs> and when I went into the place that we don't normally go to, I had initially kind of talked myself into getting him a traditional poodle cut. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But like summer is almost here. Like we're starting to really warm up. Oh, yeah. And so I don't want to like that would just mean he might not be comfortable in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So yeah. I just said, yeah, like give him a teddy bear cut, uh, but really short on the little legs. And when I went to pick him up, I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> this is not a, a good cut. He has no idea. Uh, his face <laughs> is a weird shape. Um, he looks startled. All, he looks so startled. Yeah. His eyebrows are on wrong. Like, he yeah, yeah, he doesn't even like really look like a poodle. Yeah, it's just a bad cut. And the people that run that place are lovely. Uh, so no, no shade to them. I was very noncommittal on what I Pops asked for. Cuts. Yeah, usually what I just say is like, hey, just when I go to my groomer, just make him look good. And I come back and he's always just so beautiful. And I'm like, wow, how did you do this? Like, I don't know what. And I even Googled like terms to say. Anyways, I fucked it up. <laughs> so Hank has a bad haircut. Is there like pictures on the wall where you can like point to? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a I number three. <laughs> <laughs> like in like those like $5 haircut places. Yeah, like the ultra cuts kind of place. <laughs> oh, that would be great. They should I'll have a booklet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But he did not. He definitely does not have a teddy bear face. And no. he definitely has uh he looks like a Halloween decoration right now. Like just one of those like spiders that has like the crepe, crepe paper accordion legs. His yeah. eyes are glowing red. Yeah. Like he's, and he is very, and his skin's really irritated from the haircut. Oh, so no. like I just gave him Benadryl and he slept through the entire podcast. <laughs> um, and the other papo is that man that helped me dra- drag in this like thing today. Like I can't oh. believe how kind that was. Mm-hmm. And how hard people work. So yeah. bless, bless that guy from the, my non, light. from my no God, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jessica, nice. who's your papo? My papo is a dog that Ooh. I saw last week. Jay and I were driving. We, we were driving somewhere. Oh, we were driving to Aaron Reed's apartment to drop something off for him. And so we cool. were 
like in traffic and at a light, fully stopped at a light. And there's a big van, like for the listener, Jay and I have a Yaris. It's a tiny little car. So everything's bigger than ours. But like there was a woman driving like a big work van uh, next to us waiting for this long light. And there was a dog right up in the front with her. And it was sort of like a big kind of like husky like dog, but sort of blonde. And the dog was very interested in whatever she was doing. And I was like, Jay, look. And we were just like watching this dog like be so cute. And like the dog like wanted to like see what the woman was drinking. She had like a coffee mug and the dog was like, so she took a drink and then the dog like licked her face. <laughs> and it was so cute. And then the woman looked over and saw that we were so happy to see them interacting. And she was like, oh, hi. And then like we waved at each other and it was just like the most wholesome moment that we got to witness and it was like the you know when a dog is in a car and they're like what are you doing up here like can i help i want to be part of this and you're like i'm driving like you are gonna kill us it was a big dog too yeah um yeah i just fucking love that dog and that woman was cool too they're both puppos i saw a beautiful image today uh, driving home from work where there's this person walking their two dogs. One of them was like a, a little chihuahua terrier looking dog, like a small dog that was walking out front and pulling very hard. Let's go, 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 go. And the other dog was this huge <laughs> black, like mastiff looking dog oh, with wow. one of those big, like rolly fluffy faces. And it was walking really, really slow behind. So like the owner was being pulled in two different directions to wow. like go slower and faster. I feel like they should just get a little saddle for the big dog yeah. and then have the little dog ride on it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love big dog, little dog. Best yeah. combo. Great big dog, little dog. Well, that brings us to plugs. What? Tim. If people want to follow you online or listen to your podcast, how do they do that? Uh, uh, Well, if you want to see mostly pictures of Aunt Peggy, (laughs) uh, you can follow my Instagram, Tim Gray Rules with a Z. (laughs) Uh, I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, set to private mode, uh, but I will happily accept anybody and everybody. And then Hunks is my sketch comedy group. Uh, and we just did a whole bunch of uh, podcast episodes. It's called The Hunks Podcast. Um, we had Graham Clark on, Dave Shimka. We just interviewed Mary Walsh and Mark Critch. Whoa. Um, they were fun East Coasters. And uh, yeah, and then uh, Hunks has a, a sketch comedy album that's coming out April 1st. Uh, oh, the album is it's tomorrow. Called, yeah, it's tomorrow. It'll be out already by the time people hear this. That's great. Heck yeah. Um, it's called Mouth Beef. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and it, we uh, we already did like this interview on CBC Radio and had this classic CBC Radio host have to say Mouth Beef <laughs> several <laughs> times. It's so worth it. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, it's a live sketch comedy album that we recorded at Wee Johnny's, the bar I was talking about earlier, and um, recorded November in uh, 2019, just before shit went down, and. Uh, yeah, we're really happy with how it came together. Um, Abby Falvo uh, helped out with some live Foley sound effects during oh, one of wow. the sketches. Um, yeah, it's uh, really proud of it. Um, you can get it at hunkscomedy.com slash 
mouth beef. <laughs> uh, I'll give you all the links. You can get it on. You can get it on Napster if you oh. want. Oh, oh. LimeWire. Yeah, we tried. Huzzah? <laughs> tried LinkedIn. It's on LinkedIn. <laughs> nice. I'm excited yeah. to hear that. Yeah, that's cool. I am also. I haven't listened to your podcast yet, but I want to. And when I was looking at the website, I saw that it's edited by someone that Jay, my husband, the editor of this podcast, has been friends with since he was like a teenager. Get out of here, Rusty. Yeah, Rusty. And I was like, no oh, way. that's funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> what a small world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rusty Mathis, our sound designer and engineer, he puts like fun music and he's RJ. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> played in the Weaker Thens and Waking Eyes and Imaginary Cities and Sheepdogs and yeah. just like this brilliant multi-instrumentalist and all around really nice guy. <laughs> Every time we go to Winnipeg, he's like, I'm going to have a barbecue for you guys. And then it's always <laughs> like, we're, we're leaving. We're here for one night. We played a show. We have to go. <laughs> he, in his backyard, he built, he built a bunch of, he put a bunch of PVC pipes together <laughs> to make like a do, 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 oh. just to be able to do that. Wow. You cut him to the exact like length he needed to get like that sound. Wow. That's yeah. cool. His neighbors must love him. <laughs> yeah. I thought he you were going to say like a, uh, a pipe organ. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded Bohemian Rhapsody in Klingon and put out a, made this whole YouTube video. He's just a really wild creative guy. Too much talent. Yeah. <sighs> nice. Well, yeah. Small world. I hope one day soon I can visit winnipeg again and i can meet yeah. aunt peggy R irl <laughs> yeah yeah that would Big be nice party yeah love. it would be nice to get back out to vancouver too yeah do some comedy there yeah well you're always welcome on my comedy show if it ever starts again oh would love to i think about that all the time when you did it at the winnipeg comedy festival <laughs> at the it's like the little side room at that theater and it was one of the most beautiful like live show experiences i've ever witnessed Aww. just oh, all these people so being so open and vulnerable and you like holding the room in such a way where everyone was fully captivated and also everyone felt safe and yeah you had like the perfect amount of like teasing people for their drawings <laughs> while uh yeah like just keeping the show going and then having these beautiful moments i think about that fondly all the time oh, tim that's so sweet i always remember you being there and being so aware that this like super funny person was watching my show and it was like <laughs> people didn't know what to expect they just bought tickets like there wasn't a ton of promotion for the show right. so they're like we don't know what the fuck we're doing here and i'm that's, like okay oh. well this is going to be real weird for you then <laughs> oh it's so great everyone was oh, just like so opening up like uh like the spring flowers oh <laughs> <laughs> jessica is the fundraiser still going on the fundraiser is still going on where uh, I think the last day that you can donate to it will be April 10th. So Perfect. I think this is Sweet. probably going to be the last episode yeah. that comes out. Yeah. So as of today that we're recording, which is March 31st, we have raised over $1,600 for Wava. Sweet. And we're still getting more things added to the prize bag. Um, local record store Red Cat Records and local book and comic shop Lucky's Comics uh, both the owners of those places respectively Dave and Gabe have uh, donated some gift certificates and also Randy from Mint Records has pitched in some some prizes too he's like 
gone in on those gift certificates. So like Sick. the prize is getting sweeter and sweeter. Like I've Can I, I donate ha- stuff? <laughs> sure. Yeah, if you want. I have I have physical copies of my stand up album that I <laughs> gotta get rid of. And <laughs> we can send like download codes for the Hunks album. Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure. That would be that great. Would be great. Yeah, that would sweet. that would rock. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to donate, the way you do that is you go to Wava's website, W-A-V-A-W dot C-A slash donate. Donate any amount, like even five or ten dollars will will get you the same chance as any higher amount. And then just uh, take a screenshot of your receipt and email it to me at uh, retail nightmares podcast at gmail.com. Or you can even like send it to me on Instagram or Twitter DMs, whatever. And uh, yeah, you'll be in the running. And then I guess on April 11th, I will pick a winner. So yeah, very excited. The most recent donor was one of the creators of the Untitled Goose Game. So I was like very excited. I was like, oh, it's like a celebrity donor. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. Yeah. Well, Tim, thank you so much for being on. Please come back. Uh, It was so wonderful to hang out with you for the past little while. Congratulations on the new album. Congratulations on Aunt Peggy. Yeah. Um, I'll be sure to pick a day to watch that CBC gem where I won't just weep the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Have some like nice things set up afterwards. Like go for a nice walk on a sunny day kind of thing. Well, you know who's looking for a dog? It's heavy. Is Taz Van Rassel. Yeah. So I'm going to send him that information. Pet friendly, which like never happens. And I'm very excited. We had like some restrictions, uh, like the city encouraged landlords to end restrictions on pets. Right. And very few, very few buildings have taken advantage of it. But Taz's did. Um, So he can have a dog and not have to leave his lovely place like his home. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting. And I'm a real, yeah, pet pushers. Everyone knows. So, (laughs) yeah. I, uh, I keep having dreams that I have a white kitten. Oh, maybe it's a prophecy. Yeah, I also, my childhood cat was like a David Bowie white cat. One green oh. eye, one blue eye. Cute. Oh, wow. And his name was David. Oh. No way. Yeah, but it wasn't Dave, for David Bowie. No. Um, it was for David Cusson, the guy I had a crush on. Um, <laughs> I was a weir- real weird kid. <laughs> but David Cusson might have been named after David Bowie, you know. That's, and you never know. Yeah. Um, okay, well... I hope uh, that everyone that's listening is having a good week. If you're not, we get it. <laughs> Hang in there. We love you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks again, Tim. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you. Uh, mwah. Mwah. Bye. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Bye.